Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets, Brian Zane, September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Casual Talk with Steve and Larson. I don't know what the name is. There like a, is there like a wrestling uh, name we can use for this It can't show? be a wrestling thing because this is our, the non-wrestling show. It can't be AMA. Does ETC still use that for the title of their podcast? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to steal that from our buddies over at ETC. This is AMA podcast. No, that's stealing it from Reddit. What? Reddit. Yeah, AMA. but I stole it from Reddit. We're stealing it from them. We're clever. Anyway. We're clever people. We can think of something better. So here's the deal. It's Monday, Labor Day here in the United States. I don't know. Is there a, a British equivalent? I don't know. Britainland is like our second biggest territory. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's a holiday here in the U.S. of A. I'm actually in Los Angeles right now, probably on my way home. Uh, but I'm home. Yeah. Um, I'd probably put this video together uh, the morning of, of you watching it. I don't know. So anyways, cool. it's a holiday, so neither of us really want to work. Yeah. Um. Although, if some breaking wrestling news happens on the day, I will fire up my webcam yeah. and document it. Oh, man. I hope somebody gets arrested or, I don't know, somebody gets released. If there's a release, what's like the what's like the criteria for something big? If it will get us views. Rusev gets released. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, you better do that. It'll be me crying for five minutes because I like Rusev. Oh, please make it that. No matter what it is, please, can it just be you crying for five minutes? Okay. A third hour added to SmackDown. <laughs> So anyways, we reached out to the friendos on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And we said, you know what? We're going to do something different. Ask us. Whatever you want. Any non-wrestling related question. So we're not going to talk about wrestling today. Feel free to watch or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's casual. This whole thing is casual endeavor. It's casual. We didn't even light the entire set. Just to give it a different not. Look at that. You got a dirty shirt. I have a dirty or a shirt. Or clean, on. but it was stained. Yeah. Whatever. I should, I should have I should have just put a mustard stain on there, but I'm just going to Rub some this. of your blueberry muffin on it. What's left of it? Is there any blueberry yeah, left in there? I'm going to wear this the rest of the day. Oh, okay. Anyways, we got questions here. We're going to answer them. They're non-wrestling questions. Number one. Uh, ooh, from the fat bastard champion Alex Foster. If movies were being were being made out of your lives, who would play you guys and your friends and family? Good question. So I would obviously be played by John Cena. Well, that's a wrestling answer. But he is an actor as well. Well, who would play me? Mark Wahlberg or oh, John yeah, Cena? Oh yeah, yeah. Mark, I think it's Mark Marky Wahlberg. Mark. Everybody says that I kind of look like a Wahlberg. That's fair, Marky Mark. Well, yeah. you're you're Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, that's good too. Because if you watched. Foxcatcher, he look you you look he looks exactly like you. It's like you. All right, that's a good answer. What about Hilton? Who plays Hilton? Oh, uh, Peter Berg. Uh, no, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, both those answers are good. Who plays Mark? Um, Um, geez, I don't know. <laughs> He's such a unique individual. I know. I'm having a hard time deciding on somebody. Yeah, that's difficult. Who would play Lacey? Everybody says that Evan, she looks like Evan Rachel Wood. 
she gets pissed off when people say she looks like Amy Schumer. Oh, she gets hot oh, on really? that one. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> I'm still drawing a blank on Mark. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just plays himself. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a, a singular individual, though. <laughs> uh, I like this I like this response here. Kevin Mack says, it's got to be Daniel Day-Lewis for Steve. But... Oh, Joaquin Phoenix will play will play Chongo. Oh, I can see that. Here, it, if Daniel Day Lewis played me, it'd have to be as Daniel Plainview. Yeah, Fairview. What is it? Plainview. Plainview. Hello, my name is Steve here, and I'm going to talk about wrestling today. I prefer to talk about the AWA, <laughs> not the WWF. <laughs> I do enjoy milkshakes, though. If I had a milkshake, oh, you dear. had a milkshake. Oh dear! And I had a straw that went all the way to your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> Drink it up. Drink it up. All right, next question. Empire Cleanliness, Andrew Mullen. What are your favorite punk bands? Ooh, See, like, man. I never, like, I, I like some punk, but I never really got into punk as a genre in its totality. I actually kind of prefer music that's proto-punk, mm. like Stooges and the Velvet Underground. Yeah, man. And post-punk, yeah. um, like bands like Wire. And later on, like, I was huge into Sonic Youth in high mm, school, sure. which is well past when they, you know, were in their immediate post-punk mm-hmm. period. But uh, that stuff I was always more into than actual punk. Like, I like the Ramones. I like some of their songs. I like some Clash songs. Yeah. I like maybe two Sex Pistol songs. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the hardcore stuff, you know, a couple of Black Flag songs mm-hmm. are, are cool. Minor Threat's not bad. But it's not something, unless I'm at the gym, I just sit and listen to. Oh, yeah. No, I do. That's gym music to me. Um, sometimes I don't know I'm weird about the gym sometimes I like very dramatic music sometimes I like slow music um, I mean I can power rank mine I think MC5 I think Stooge you said the Stooges that's good too well that's like more proto-punk that's yeah but I for proper punk music I, lo- punk I lump it all into the same kind of thing uh, I'd say MC5 uh, Black Flag Minor Threat G.G. Allen I know you can't stand G.G. Allen I love G.G. Allen he's awful He's great. He's terrible. He's a terrible human being. Yeah. He was an awful human being. And he's a pretty lousy musician. <laughs> there's a, you know, there's such a charm about it, though. There is such a charm about it. I know. I can understand, I can understand it as a point of view. There's, there's a certain charm in, in, in amateurish endeavor. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Just his particular amateurish endeavor just doesn't appeal to me. Oh, okay. Um, and then... Uh, this is like way past that, but uh, God, who is that? I forget who even was. Because there was a bunch of there was a bunch of bands like in the mid aughts that sort of popped up um, that I started getting into that were more punk. I can't really remember them right now. Though. Green Day. <laughs> yeah. No. No. You I know, mean, no. Look, I, I like when they were popular. I liked them same as everybody else did. Dookie is actually a decent album. Um, oh, anti-flag. That's oh, always okay. I used to listen to them quite a bit. Um, no, I like I like Dookie. I liked American Idiot. I like that. It's it's very catchy. Like it's yeah. It's on the verge of not even being punk, really. No, not really. You know, it's like punk opera or whatever it's yeah. called. Um, you listen to Wire though. I told you to listen to Wire. Oh, I loved it. No, I thought it was great. Stuff. Yeah, I thought it was really album yet? I started to, but it wasn't as punk as the first one. Yeah, it's not. It's more. They're going more post-punk. By the time they get to the third album, there's a lot more uh, synthesizers. And I can I can appreciate that. I just need to get into it. Like that first one though, man, it was like British punk because yes. I love. I do. I like. Um, I like the Sex Pistols. I like. Um, uh, you know, I've never been a big. I've never been a big uh, Clash fan. 
Yeah, I mean, I like some of their stuff. London Calling's a good record. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Um, some of their stuff's good, but yeah, I never really got into it. Some I love Madness. Swear, Madness is more Scott. Some people fun. swear by The Clash. I never really yeah, got into it. Yeah, I never really, yeah. I never, yeah. So, um, yeah, I always kind of more preferred post-punk, because I just like, I tend to like weirder music. Sure. Like, noisier stuff. Yeah. And, you know, punk music at its essence is just three chords played really quickly. Yeah. Which is fine. But Minor Threats, uh, what is it? I think it's called, is it Out of Step? What's their, like, uh, uh, the studio album with all those songs that I like on it? Well, they just had the collection of all their singles and EPs. This is called Minor Threat, isn't it? Uh, Out of Step, this one. Mm. This one here. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, the music on Minor Threat's first two seven-inch. See, I don't know all the past and the history and stuff. Although, what's-his-face cracks me up? Ian McKay. Yeah. Ian McKay, whatever his name is. Uh, let's see here. Next, Underdog with Heart, Sahil De- Dylan. Dylan, sorry. Or Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best top five rappers in the country? Dylan, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, and Dylan. <laughs> it's hot fire. Um, <laughs> he was wondering, what was your favorite part of making the 10 oh, for the win videos back in the day? It's man, doing the intro. so nostalgic for that, it's dude. It's doing the intro. Oh, man, that stuff was so much fun. Because the best part about doing the intros is, by and large, we didn't know what we were going to do. We just I sat know. down and was like, what do you want to do? Let's do this. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. No, let's do this. And that yeah. was it. And then yeah. we just improv more or less everything. And it was, and it was usually like, okay, I was thinking we're going to do like a, this type of thing. It was always it was always a something type of thing, and then like immediately the other one would a light bulb would go off, and then we'd start rapping back and forth about what we're gonna do, and then yeah, we would just improv improv most of it. Those were so, those were so much fun. It got to the point like we got so burnt out on them though. Like there was that there was that chunk of time, like 2012, 2013. When we were just on a roll with those intros, and they were just like we had the F Patrol, yeah. the Targeted, yeah, they were so creative. We I loved those so much. Holiday Harry, Holiday Brower, oh, brother, oh brother, guaranteed Pete on. <laughs> that was those were so much fun to do. I think I still think the best one is the the heel turned one. Oh tours. yeah. In terms, of NWO on me. in terms of NWO, the performance. In I terms of performance, the those are the best ones. That's the best acting yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was far and away, I think, the, the highlight of Tender for the Winds. Oh, for sure, those. Yeah. So That was, you know, we, we played video games, but we're, I, I don't think we'd ever be called authorities on gaming. So a lot of, the, a lot of times we were doing these lists, we were learning stuff as we were yeah, sure. putting lists together yeah. and stuff. But the intros were always a way for us to really just be creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the, the hindrance or the structure of a top ten list. Right, yeah. And it's funny, too, because we kind of, like, dug ourselves into a hole doing those intros. Because at like at a certain point, we split our audience into two. Half the people just wanted the list, and half the people loved the intros. And so when we stopped doing them, and at, at that point, it was just like, you know what? Like we're kind of burnt out on them. We're going to stop doing them because mm-hmm. we didn't feel they were growing the show. And at that at a certain point, we're like, we kind of need to start justifying. It. There's been some layoffs. We probably should start justifying our paychecks. <laughs> you know, maybe we should make the show do better. Yeah. Not in, in, insert a, a vanity project every episode. Uh, next, Jose GGR. What is the? Since we're going to, we're, I have just come back from a wrestling show, and you're on your way back. What is the best place you've eaten on one of your wrestling trips? Um, what's the best site you saw? So, like, you know, visiting the sites, touristy type stuff. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, when we were in New York for SummerSlam last year, our hotel was pretty close to uh, Cat's Deli, 
Mm-hmm. So Deadly is featured in When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a fantastic pastrami sandwich mm-hmm. there. Um, having just come back from Bola, I'm hoping I get a chance to eat in one of my favorite places in the valley mm-hmm. near where I used to live um, called Pita Kitchen Yeah, um, in Sherman Oaks. It used to be like a quarter mile from where I used to live. Um, best shawarma yeah. I've ever had. A, I hope it's still there. B, I hope I get to enjoy it while I'm in town. Do you know like one of the most devastating things that ever happened to me and it's actually not we went to la not i mean it was probably 2010 i want to say but it was two years after i had lived there and i we went back to where you and i used to have a house you're gonna go to some uh well, was, good restaurant, it was right? um, i think it was called cabos mm-hmm. um and it was yeah it was right around the corner from where we used to live mm-hmm. and they had shut down. It was at that point, I think, I want to say an Armenian restaurant. They That place, dude, had like the best macho burrito. And they would just smother it in like this delicious cheese sauce stuff. Oh, my. It was like three meals all in one. It was amazing. And then that just disappeared off the face of the earth, never to be seen again. That's crazy. Um, however, that being said... Yeah, we're going to go to L.A. We're heading out tomorrow, me and the wife. And I keep on telling her to remind me, in case I forget, to take her to Roscoe's Chicken oh, and yeah. Waffles. Yeah. Because it's I, I haven't been there in years, and I need to take her there. Yeah. Oh, Obama was there, like, within the past, like, six months or so. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they had to clear space for Mr. Former President. I'm trying to think which one would probably be easier to get to from where you're at, the one in Hollywood or the one on Pico. Might be the one on Pico. That's um, a larger. That's that's a larger uh, restaurant too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, the one in Hollywood's pretty small. Yeah, I think the one in Hollywood is the one I used to go to. Yeah. I'll probably go there because I remember it. That was the place. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Jack Dolan, Danger Dolan. Which game show would you be good at? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Really? Yeah. I've gotten like uh, puzzles with like two letters up before. <laughs> We gotta see if there's a video game of wheel. There's gotta be. Yeah, a video there's game. tons of Wheel of Fortune yeah. video games. Oh, do you think they have like on the phone like a turn-based thing? They could. Like I go, you go, I go, they you could. go. They oh, could. we gotta find out. All right. There's a Jeopardy version of that, but it's kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of booty. Um, I would be good. What's the? Is there like a, a win, loser, draw? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'd be. What good about at that. Celebrity Game Night? They do a lot. Of, they do drawing on there. Yeah, okay. watch that. That's good. Where uh, Jane Lynch hosts it. Yeah, I've never actually watched it. Maybe okay. Might do good at that. Wheel of Fortune. I always I can. There can be like one letter missing, and I'll be like, I have no idea what that says. <laughs> like the Hallwood Hills. What is that? The Hallswood Hill. The Hall. Oh, the Hallswood Hill. No, the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Wheel of Fortune. Um, what other game show? Like I love Jeopardy, but I'd be terrible at it. I tried out for Rock yeah. and Roll Jeopardy twice. Yeah, I remember that didn't make it yeah i mean it's one of those things where it's yeah it's, it's fine to say that oh jeopardy yeah but then you see people on there like once you're in the situation apparently it's like really it's like even more difficult to work that's the same thing, thing. That, like the first time I, I did it i didn't do very well in the the, the test the kind of screener test the second time i did it, i got past that mm-hmm. and they did i think like three question trial and i couldn't get the timing of the, of the oh, i knew all the one. answers oh i couldn't get the timing so of it. irritating and so i didn't get on that's so irritating 
Let's see here. That was irritating. What, what about an old school? Let's, let's go back a bit. Old school. Well, I mean, okay, what was Match that? Game 74. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You remember, you, you didn't watch Match Game on uh, Game Show Network? It wouldn't surprise me if I saw it. I just oh, remember it the great. particulars. It was great. They I remember the like pyramid one. person celebrity panel, and then uh, you just had the match things. Yeah. It's great. That sounds Very cool. funny. What's, isn't there one that isn't the newlywed game where you still have to know each other really well? Um, probably. Yeah. Like if there was, okay, so there's that one that they used to match up celebrities with like normals, mm. and, and, and the celebrity would say, they give all these clues, but they can't say like certain number of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was password, wasn't it? Was that password? That was kind of like the the, the really clean looking, uh, like almost sanitary set. <laughs> Just because everything was like no, I don't think so. No. Am I, I may, maybe I'm confusing yeah. with the pyramid. I don't know. I love the pyramid because I like shapes. I like triangular shapes. Yeah. Uh, Robert Chacon, how do you guys? This is a deep question. Yeah. How do you guys feel like your friendship has evolved over the years? I think with age, we become more patient people. Oh, that's definitely true. Um, and, uh, and I think that it, this would apply to our relationships with people across the board. As you get older, you get more patient. And, and you things that would have frustrated you in your youth don't really frustrate you as you get older. Yeah, that's true. Because, um, like, right now, if we were to go out there and you're making a hamburger and I farted next to you, would you be as apoplectic as you were 20 Not years ago? As. Not as. I'd be surprised that you would do that, though. I'd be like... You know that's like a thing. Still be Why enough. would you do that? But yeah, I wouldn't. I think when that originally happened, I was legitimately pissed. Yeah. But I think that's just because I was so over living with everybody that I was living with, including you. Like it's so funny when I think back to the the original apartment that you, me, Big Jim, and what's her face used to live at. Like I remember a lot. Like the good times, and that's the thing. Also, is that you remember the good times. And so I have a really good memory of it. Yeah. But, man, I hated being there a lot of the time. Like, especially being in the same room with Big Jim. Yeah. Like, I love him to death. And we and I can look back and... Well, sharing room with anybody's tough. Yeah. And have, like, really fond memories of, like, you know, first time watching ECW and stuff like that. But at the same time, remembering, I was like, God, I was kind of miserable. Like... It was like, this is not how I thought it was going to be. But I think that's also just, you know, being away from home for the first yeah. time also yeah. and doing school and stuff. Um, but, like, I remember me and Hilton used to whine about – he used to whine about his roommates, and I used to whine about mine a lot. But um, I used to sleep really strange hours back then. Mm-hmm. I'd stay up super late and then yeah. sleep until the early afternoon. Yeah. I think it would have been different if I had my own room probably. I should have yeah. done what you did. I should have insisted. Kick what's-her-face out and just been like, hey, this is my room now. But couldn't do that. Um, but yeah, no, I think also like, like you said, like patience and stuff and I don't know it, I think also like to a degree winning solves a lot of things. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, there was a period of time when we had no idea what we were going to do. Like after we got laid off and then it's like, we were able to piece together enough of a living to keep things going, but it was like, man. And so I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if it was a test of our friendship necessarily, but when you're on sketchy ground, you're just... You're I don't necessarily know if it was a test of our friendship. It was definitely a test of our working partnership. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we, I don't, I, you know, we were able to piece together a living, kind of, but I don't think we ever thought there was enough security that we could not potentially look for other work. Mm-hmm, yeah. I and mean, there's always a possibility that at any moment if something fell through, then, okay, well, i got to try to find another job, and yeah. then that's that. yeah. Um, but I think, you know, we both realize that, yeah, we're friends, we work together, um, and I, I, I feel like that we are able to separate 
the friendship aspect from the work aspect enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, in that scenario where, say, one of our revenue streams dried up back then, there's and, and one of us was short money, and one of us went to the other said, I love doing this, but damn it, I need to keep a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. I got to find something else. I think the person would be disappointed, but. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I think both of us would have been like, all the, the money for work. me, all the revenue for me. Steve presents going in raw. <laughs> no, the idiot, idiot that I am, I would have gone straight into like, oh, I'm going to do a gaming channel. All right, I got 300 views in a day. <laughs> Honey, think I can make it on $5 a day? Got 25 concurrence on Twitch. <laughs> Partnership, here I come. I just got to max I just got to make that times 10. Then I get to unlock an emoji. <laughs> Oh man, the yeah, fun th- oh, go ahead. Now it's now it's it's funny because now it's just kind of it would feel so weird to like not work with you because it's been like we've been doing this for seven years. It's gonna be weird when we come up to like our ten year mark. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, wait, we started in, together. We started like oh, uh, I mean, like as, as actually hosting shows, we started in twenty ten. Yeah, February twenty ten. Yeah, that's weird. And the so it's time, been seven and a half years. The time's gone by so quick. The fun solved mystery, Robert Stack. Who would win an arm wrestling contest between you two? Oh man, I would love to say me, but you've been going to the gym so much that I don't know. I'd love to say me, but I'm not about to test it out right now. Oh, you don't want to? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Not gonna risk losing bad. All right. <laughs> it would depend on the arm for me. Like if it's right arm versus right arm, I'd feel pretty good. Better. Yeah. I'm with my left arm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I started further along than you with my muscles. Well, you mean like I before I started going to the gym now, mm-hmm. I had been in the gym like in three years. Yeah. Whereas you would... Yeah, I would go... Here and yeah. there, it would go yeah. for a while. Yeah. But now it's been three and a half months consistent, three days a week for me. I feel pretty Gee, good. It is. Has it really been that long? Mm-hmm. Man, that went by quick. And I've, I've been going a couple of days a week. But it's not like I've, I've not found the consistency, consistency that I want. And when I go, I go hard. All day, all night. You're throwing around. You're throwing around some serious weight compared to what I was doing. Yeah, because yeah. I was not in good shape. Broken Jedi. Who was the bigger ladies' man between the both of you? You were this guy, right? I have never been a ladies' man. <laughs> <laughs> you can beat me in an arm wrestling contest. Yeah, but um, uh, love ladies. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> James Rodriguez, since starting up going in Raw and doing it on a full-time basis, how has that affected your gaming lives? Did you ever get to the unicorn uh, scene in Man, The Witcher 3? remember trying to do that on Podcast for the Win or whatever it was? Yeah, they made, it, 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 I mean, I was under the understanding that it was like how the game started. Yeah, right. And then apparently you have to play the game a series of You have to get, to get past the tutorial level. Which for us is like which, yeah, a 10-hour endeavor. Which is way too much. Um. So I I do get I do get to like because Lacey and I do stuff for my personal channel, um, which is honestly like a great way to just spend time because you know too often like when she gets home from work she is tipsy she's tired and so we'll plunk down I'll watch some TV and you know or she'll get on her phone I'll be on my phone and we'll just hang out together but it's not like a really that's not really interactive. And so uh, a couple days a week in the morning before she goes to work, we spend an hour, we'll play Heavy Rain, and we've been playing Fallout 4, and then we do, like, Ask Stephen Lacey. And so um, because of that, I've made sure to, like, I've, I've sort of 
brought some gaming into our lives because of that. But if it wasn't to do that, I don't know how much I would game. Like beyond the, you know, you probably like me, where it's pretty much none at all. Yeah, yeah. Because like there's there's so many other things that I would love to do. It's mm-hmm. like I I really enjoy sort of building you know the channel with me and her. I think it's a lot of fun just to experiment with different things. And there's been like the GFW reviews I brought over to this channel after testing them out on my channel. Um, and uh, but yeah, no, I mean you know I you know kind of prefer to be sitting there drawing a comic book if I could or writing or doing mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but I. I I, I, I like gaming with her because I'm doing it with her. Yeah. So. Jack uh, Dolan again. Yeah. Um, if you could poop anywhere in the space-time continuum, where would you poop? Okay. And you asked this. Right. He said he asked this to you and Lacey. Yeah. And now he wants to hear my answer. Lacey. What was your retort? Or your response? Sorry. I always said, like, you know, if if it was any play, any spot in the space-time continuum, it would be, like, you know, just above Hitler's face before he wakes up one morning because nobody wants to just have a crap right there. Um, Lacey didn't really give much of an answer. She just said that she, she just she wants she just wants to poop in her bathroom and that's it. There's no place, you know, because she was saying that I would poop anywhere. I don't, I don't like pooping in front of people. Yeah. But if I could drop a deuce anywhere, strategic deuce mm-hmm. on Hitler's face, mm-hmm. yeah, as good as any. Mm-hmm. What about you? It's kind of like asking, like, who would you want to, who would you want to, who would you want to punch? Well, I mean, I guess that's one, uh, one way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first thing that popped in my head, and I'm just going to do it because I don't want to spend too much time thinking about this. Sure, question. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know how many people have pooped on Mars. Oh, that man! I think the first person to defecate on Mars. Oh, that'd be a good one. I wonder if there's ever been human excrement that's been launched towards the sun. I don't know. I would I mean. I don't know how, like when they landed on the moon, mm-hmm. and I, I'm assuming before they took off, there's got to be some moon poop. They had to drop some weight yeah. from the the lunar capsule, right, in the form of of, of human waste. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is some pee and poop on the moon. That could be, but on Mars, I don't think there would be. Oh, I don't think at this point there's any on Mars. Yeah, or yeah. Venus, but I think Mars is more somewhat more hospitable to a, a brief uh, a bathroom break than Venus is. So if I was given the ability... So you bring up a good point here, though. If you're given... If it's like some, you know, uh, amazing physicist comes and say, I've invented a device. You can poop anywhere in the space-time continuum. Yeah. And it's like you can't journey there. You can just send your poop there. Like oh. it exits your bowels into a place. But... And it teleports somewhere. Yeah, but you have some sort of tracking device on that poop. It's like, could I see... Like another alien planet via my poop. If I said, find an alien planet in the Goldilocks zone, and I want to poop on the surface there. Yeah. And then could I then see? Well, could if you there's could, life? could you do that? But also, like your your poo would be uh, sent it into another solar system, mm-hmm. and hopefully an alien uh, civilization would discover it and they realize, oh, yeah. this is organic fecal matter. Yeah. There's other life in this universe. Yeah. That could bring uh, alien uh, life. And humans together. Yeah, they might be mad that we crapped on them. They might not even know it's poop. They just know, oh, this is some sort of organic matter that came from another living being. What if you accidentally pooped on a Klingon ship? And they're like, oh, you better be prepared for battle. At that point. Oh, this is a good question. Namakazi Minato. Would you rather travel back in time or go to the future? 
the way things are kind of going right now, I don't know what kind of future there's going to be. I know. It's very scary. I, I'll tell you what. I, I, I would prefer to travel back in time. There's a couple reasons. Number one, I love history. Yeah, history is good. I don't really read. I love, like, one of my favorite things is when there's uh, an, an attention to detail in period pieces. So, like, you never saw Taboo, right, on FX? Uh, uh, the attention to detail in their uh, set design is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You watch something like um, Turn on, I think, A&E. It's that uh, Revolutionary War period yeah, you piece. Yeah, that it's kind of... It's kind of booty. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff that's on BBC that isn't as highly acclaimed, it's kind of booty. Things look too clean. People's teeth are all white. And that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah no, no, People no. smell and they're all crap. Yeah. Um, but I love really good set design. So I'm kind of a, I like history, you know. So I would be fascinated to go back in time to any number of, you know, places. Some I would prefer to be able to come back to my own yeah. present, obviously. Yeah. Um, others, I'd be cool staying around. Um, I'll, I'll take the, the opposite of Go ahead. I, I'd travel to the future just to see what has become of humanity. Yeah. Whether we've managed to save ourselves from ourselves. Yeah, sure. Or if we've led to our own destruction. Yeah. Well, I wonder, I wonder that about intelligent life in the first place. Is that, is there a finite, is there a, a constant finite cap on intelligent life when it develops on a planet? Because that could explain why... There aren't aliens that have come. Yeah, to no, say, that's that's the thing. Hey, what's going on? Well, someone calculated that there must be such and such probability of alien life, and then someone else said, "Well, no, there's another probability that they've reached a certain point in their civilization, and then their civilization fell, and that's that." I think it was like the same guy who posed that conundrum, and I forget what it, I forget the yeah, name of the, the paradox. Name. Some yeah, yeah, paradox yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if alien life exists, we should know it. Therefore, it probably doesn't, and then that begs the question: Why they probably ended up killing themselves, and that's. I'll be honest, I kind of feel like that's probably a universal constant. Could be. I would imagine intelligent. I would imagine life in general, and especially intelligent life, probably only lasts, I think human beings have been around like a couple hundred thousand years, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to last that much longer, yeah. to be honest with you. But no, that's a fascinating question. You zoom forward a hundred thousand years, is the earth just a wasteland? Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, BP Sculpin Deathlock, favorite type of bread? Any sort of baked product. Man, bread, yeah, dude. Baked product. So it doesn't have to be just bread. You have to say brioche. You know, man, I hate it. I remember when I brought home that French bread? Yeah. It was so warm. Yeah. I think I ate the entire loaf. That's a lot of uh, 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 processed wheat flour to put it in your system. It was so good, though. It was warm and juicy. It was so good. But I'm going to say this. My favorite bread is probably... Um, a sourdough when it's been when it's like on a grilled cheese sandwich. See, I'm not huge on sourdough. Oh man, good grilled sourdough, not like dry and like that. What you got for me? Banana bread. Oh, I didn't know you can go like on the dessert route. Well, banana bread is not dessert. It's not. What do you think it is? Breakfast. Well, I mean, you know, brownie could be breakfast too. I've had brownies for breakfast. Heck yeah. I mean, it literally has the word bread in his name, so it is bread. Oh, okay. well, you're not going to have it in, a, like, a sandwich. Well, no, but there's more uses for bread than just sandwich. Come on, man. Banana bread is just, that's just, it's... It's, it's not, bread. It's not real bread. It is real bread. What do I use? In, what do I put in my banana bread? What do you, bananas, 
Flour, sugar. Yeah, butter. Butter. And I guess baking flour, soda. I guess flour, yeah, baking soda. It's bread. A ton of sugar. Pumpkin bread's really good, too. Yeah. Eh. Gingerbread's good. Eh. Just give me banana bread. Yeah, banana bread's top. But that's a dessert, dude. That's like, oh, man, I made a thing of banana bread. Let me finish up my veggies so I can eat the entire tray of it. Ooh, so if we're good. talking sandwich bread, uh, I like, I, I, I don't really, at this point in my life, I don't like really like white bread anymore. Like yeah. The flavor doesn't, doesn't appeal to me anymore. So give me a good, uh, hearty, but not too hearty, not too dense, good, hearty, but still moist, uh, wheat bread. Mm, yeah, okay. More flavorful. Yeah. No, I like wheat. Wheat's good. I like, yeah, I, I prefer wheat to white in certain situations. Like white, straight up white sandwich bread doesn't really do much for me no. anymore. Uh, speaking of food, Sculpin Deathlock wants to know, is there a common food you won't eat? Is there something you and I are both nay on? Nay. I don't think so. KFC. <laughs> like, there's got to be a fast food that you and I won't touch. Like, you don't touch most fast food. Well, I mean, if you yeah, McDonald's. If it's like a cheat day, I will. Taco Bell the other day. Just out of necessity. God, you put a lot of filth in your body, man. I didn't really want to, but we were short on time and I needed food. The entire the time you were just disgruntled about it. He said, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, it's yeah, so bad. Yeah, I was hating myself as I was Tastes eating. good, though. It wasn't that great. Um. Oh man. Well, what well, I'm not necessarily thinking fast food. I'm like, you don't like pineapple. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. And I don't really like cheese. Oh yeah. Okay. Things like that. Yeah. Um. Just, but I'm not not like I don't know if you'd eat escargot or something like that. Right. 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 Not just. I'm thinking normal, run of the mill, everyday foods. You know what I'm? That yeah, neither of us really. You probably really like this. You what? know what I'm? You know what I'm oddly not huge on, and I've had plenty of it. Lobster. I. I don't know if I've ever had lobster by itself. Oh, interesting. I've had lobster and mashed potatoes. It's good. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, lobster and mashed potatoes. Good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, lobster and sushi. Mm-hmm. I've had lobster in things, but I don't know if I've ever had like a lobster tail by itself. Yeah, but it's not the kind of thing that I wouldn't eat. I just don't really fancy it's, it. It's a butter vessel. Yeah. That's oh, what it yeah, is, like so crab good. legs. Yeah, butter's it's good. because you just dip it in butter and eat it. I'm trying to think if there's an actual food you and I won't touch together, though. So I like pineapple fine. You hate it. Oh, it's the devil. I don't like cheese, but you love it. Mmm, heaven. Mm. So good. I gotta think about that some more. Jimmy Rodriguez, who looks better with their shirt off? Um, I mean, I get you do, man. I'm I like, a, I'm a fat asshole. Oh, I can't care. She's gonna bleep that out. I'll write that down. Now I have to a hole. Now I have to listen to this thing and edit. Says putting it together. Thanks. That's what you get for fat shaming. I'm not trying to fat. I don't think I look great with my shirt off. I'm like tempted to just take it off right now, but I'm not going to do that. This is weird. I don't want to do that. You always say it's not what we do. It's not what we do, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's not what we do. Oh, this is a good question. We'll finish up with this one. Markiest Mark. Wow. Good question. Isn't hindsight is always the best? If you guys can start over 10 years ago with the knowledge you know now, what would you guys change about your online careers? So, we get that same physicist let us poop in space. Said, Steve Larson, oh, I made a quantum leap you device. To Brown? Or like Rick from Rick and Morty, yeah. when they're the same people. I made a quantum leap device. You guys want to watch? You guys want to step in it? <laughs> now it's just completely different. You guys want to step in a quantum leap device? You can go back 10 years. And and change something. What would you have done differently?
first thing that pops in my head is uh, not bother trying to be a gaming channel after we got laid off. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Because at that point, we were already doing Going in Raw. Mm-hmm. But we thought, well, we got to where we were doing gaming stuff with Machinima. Well, that was, you know what, that was that that, that was sort of the debate that you and I yeah. were really sort of at loggerheads about back then. Was I, and that was on me, I totally felt uh, that that brought us to the dance. That's what we should be doing uh, because we have that audience and going in a different direction. And my my thing with you was that I would have I would have followed followed you to the ends of the earth if you just gave me some direction. Because I remember distinctly a conversation we had, and me saying, "What do you want to do?" And you just said, "I don't know." No, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just know what I didn't want to do. <laughs> exactly, but that's not a direction. No, I know, to but go I, I think I remember during that conversation, I was like, "Whoa." And it's funny. I don't think either of us at the time said, "Oh, let's just do wrestling stuff." Yeah. It was. Uh, oh, I know when that was. No, I know. I'm just saying during that... During sure, the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, let's just do wrestling stuff. Yeah. So I think I was like, well, we enjoyed doing the intros for Tempt of the Wind. We went to film school. Mm-hmm. We have the stuff to make little shorts. Let's do that. Yeah. Did you say that? I think I brought it up as a possibility. Really? Yeah. Oh, that I don't remember. I remember, I just, I remember being frustrated because I didn't... Because there was no indication that you had a direction in mind that you thought was worth pursuing. Um, well, I think I had the idea of doing shorts, but I was like, at the same time, I don't know if that's worth pursuing. That's a lot of effort for not a whole lot of payoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, although, you know what? I've I've been enjoying. Uh, I think he calls it Sugar Pine Seven, Stephen Suptic, mm. who you know got to start doing Minecraft stuff, mm-hmm. and then I think he was like a host for uh, SourceFed, mm-hmm. and then he just started doing like a, basically a short film series. Yeah, and it's like blown up, and it's funny stuff. It's actually really yeah. quality yeah. stuff. And so it's, it's, I always love seeing that somebody can, I mean, the, the fact that he transitioned from Minecraft to that is pretty amazing. Yeah. But also by the time like we got laid off, it's like, we're already pushing like 30s. You know, know. We're, almost, we're, we're, we're rounding the bend to where we can see 40 inside. I know, we have families and stuff. Like those cats are young. I know. It's <laughs> like, well, you know, it's nice to pursue dreams, but at the same time, we need money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I remember distinctly... And I think we, you and I were of the same mind, but just sort of we had sort of separately come to the conclusion. When I was designing the graphics for our Patreon, the wrestling, the going in raw, because originally our Patreon was going to be sort of split in two. Yeah. It was going to be. Well, first, no, it was just Patreon so we could do everything. And they were like, Doesn't, let's just do one wrestling, one gaming. Right. And then at the end of the day, I think we both realized. Wrestling is what we really want to do. Well, I, I was doing, I was designing the graphics because I had all the graphics done for the for the Patreon aspect of going in raw, like all that stuff. I was like, okay, I get all this. This totally makes sense. It's a lot of direction. It's really focused. And then I was like, okay, so the other aspect, Stephen Larson, the gaming stuff, I really have no idea even where to begin. And I think I remember texting you saying, hey, look, this is like, there might be something here about like one of our aspects of our Patreon is all wrestling, and we know it so well. Yeah. And then I think it was you who, like, actually said, let's just do all wrestling mm-hmm. and see where it goes. And so, yeah. That, that entire year we tried to be a gaming channel, I was trying to find my out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, exactly. Um, but also, I don't know, if I went back, I, I would probably, I'll be completely honest with you, I really regret, and this is, the, here's the thing, like, I'm totally happy where we're at right now. Um, but I wish 
I had taken. It's funny because I kind of did. I wish I had taken more of an initiative to to work on my own YouTube channel. Um, and I'm not saying I could have like blown up. I'm not saying I could have been the next scene Anders or anything. But there was a part of me that was. Um, I was so wishy-washy on, well, you know, people know the Stephen Larson thing. Why should I do something on my own? And then there was also the aspect of, well, I'm sort of working for Machinima, but then I was always a freelancer for like the longest time and then couldn't, you know, would they be cool with that? So there was like a number of, because I'm like, like technically part-time for like a while. Mm -hmm. And so I totally had the time to do all that stuff, but I kind of, but I do remember doing like, I remember uh, launching like a friendo workshop like an art-based uh, YouTube channel yeah. that got demonetized within like two months because they said that I was click uh, that I was like botting my uh, oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. ad revenue. Yeah, and I was like, well, screw that! Like, how does that work? Like, they just took my monetization away for something I didn't even do because yeah. I totally didn't do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my regret though. Is uh, is that not doing my own YouTube channel, but. In the end, it didn't matter. It all worked out in the it end. It all worked out Let's in the end. do one more. One of us. Jack Dolan, Power Rank Planet. Oh, man. Well, where does Earth fall on that spectrum, in your opinion? It's either number one or off the list. Well, I mean, it's like the only habitable planet in, in our solar system. It's the only one that's not a complete, like, crap hole for us. Although it seems to be going in that direction. Yeah, kind of. There's very few. You know the sad thing is there's no, like, place now. I can't say that. Cal- look, here's the thing. I'm very lucky to be living in California and in Northern California. I love it here. I absolutely yeah. love it here. But, like, sometimes the state of the country can't get you down a little bit. Well, it's not just that, but it's, you know, the whole climate change thing. And, yeah, I know. You know, where some scientists say in 100 years, things are going to go downhill real fast. Yeah, you know, really bad. Path, yeah. You know? I, I mean, one part of me thinks humanity figures it out. Like, private, especially, like, that's why, that's one thing where I'm not, like, I don't really care too much about, like, there's the, the Paris Agreement, right? It's terrible that we're dropping out. It's awful because we should be a leader in this, mm-hmm. in this world. Exactly. Absolutely. However, practically speaking, that's all going to be driven by the private sector. And that's where business is. Yeah. Because business is heading towards green and understanding climate change is a real thing and that needs to... Well, know, yeah, once businesses, especially the oil companies, realize there's money, money to be made... Um, developing green energy mm-hmm. and driving a greener economy, then yeah, they will delve the resources and that's, into it. And that's already happening. And that's that's what's going to drive that. I'm. I think it'd be. I think it's going to be fine. I mean, but you know, sometimes you just get bummed out. It's like, man, I just don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be in this environment. But then you think, man, like it's bad everywhere. There's really no place where it's not like theoretically bad. You know, you walk down the street on the streets in London, and I'm I'm a huge you know Anglophile, if you will. I would love to live there, but it's like there's as much a chance of some bomb going off while I'm visiting you know Trafalgar Square as there is if I'm you know in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's crap everywhere, mm-hmm. and so like my general philosophy is just 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 enjoy my family. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, enjoy my friends, enjoy my family. I'll be fine. Um, so. In that respect, I'm going to say Earth number one. How about this? Let's, 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 let's assume that Earth is not just number one, but transcends the list. Oh, yeah, okay. Because it's the only planet we can live on. Okay, cool. So okay. based on that, let's take Earth out of the equation. Of all the other planets in the solar system, which one is best? Well, how do you not go with Saturn? Oh, I was going to say, how, how can you not go with Mars? Why? The Ma- of Mars. Oh, yeah. It's 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 close by. Yeah. The prospect of life existing there is, is still... 
there. Yeah. Um, or at least life potentially existing there at one point. Project Genesis. Yeah. Total recall. <laughs> um, it, you know, or, you know, the possibility exists that we could terraform the place yeah. after we ruin our own planet. Yeah, Project Genesis. Yes. Yeah. And go there and live on Mars for a while before we ruin that, and then we have to find another planet, another solar system, solar yeah. system to live on. Saturn looks great, though. Oh, in terms of aesthetics, yes. Yeah, yeah. But there's a mystique about Mars that I, I don't know if any other planet in the solar system has. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So I th- I'd say Mars number one. See, when I think of Mars, I just think of a big hunk of red rock. Yeah, but I guess what you just said kind of makes sense. And Martians. also, there's also like <laughs> Martians. There's also the aspect of Mars of like billion, like millions and millions of years ago. Didn't it kind of look like Earth? Yeah, there could be water. It has you know ice caps on it, right? So yeah. there's water on it. That's crazy. Did like the Martians? Is that like you know maybe their own their own climate change? Maybe we're the Martians. That could be. The Martians lived on Mars, realized that they were destroying their own planet, came to Earth. Well, you heard the thing about the moon actually bringing us life, yeah. right? Like yeah. what was the big chunk of shit yeah. that hit Earth? You now yeah. you got excellent shit that you got to cut out. And oh then when God. I referenced it, that big hunk of crap that hit the Earth, proto Earth. Yeah, I forget what they were called beforehand, and then they just turning their own thing and the old crap spun off and it was the moon. Yeah. But that thing might have brought life to us. Yeah. I don't think we're from here. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? It's weird, man. It's crazy. So, so Mars number one. All right, Mars number one. Now I'll go Saturn two. Well, how about Jupiter two? Because yeah, Jupiter's aesthetically is really cool and Jupiter has some mystique about it too. The moons of Jupiter might have, there might be some Ionians. Mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the other moons there in Jupiter? Uh, Titan. Titan. Titanium isn't one isn't one moon of Jupiter like diamond? Maybe could be. It's just like a diamond floating in space. Don't mind that. It's like a Kanye album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do we have? Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Yeah, because Saturn just looks cool. Otherwise, it's useless. But Jupiter looks cool too. Jupiter looks. That's why it's number two. It's a giant storm on it. Right. Number four, Venus. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's really bright. Okay. And you can see it. With a naked eye when it's really bright. Kind of a trippy thing, sure. And then five, probably Uranus. Yeah, it has to be Uranus. Because it's funny. Yeah. Because it sounds like, you know, your anus, which means your butthole. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Who doesn't, who doesn't love that? Anyways, I like this, man. We should do this every... Every, every Monday holiday. Every Monday holiday. So what is that? Mem- uh, Labor Day? Memorial Day? What's, isn't there one in October? No. Isn't isn't Columbus Day? Oh in yeah, October? But, but that's only like a federal holiday. They don't get yeah people people don't actually get that Monday off. No, that's a government holiday. Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July. Yeah, um, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Oh yeah, we can do that. Probably do like friend awards for that though. Oh yeah, but yeah, we'll figure something out. So yeah, maybe like four of these year. Yeah, it's a good first one. All right, good job. Uh, Not gonna happen. Uh, no uh, stuff. No, uh, oh nice, look at that. Anyways, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll get back to our regular scheduled wrestling podcast tomorrow. And until then, hope you guys are safe and, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.